Hi, welcome to another episode of the Money Secrets podcast and YouTube channel. Today is still day one, lesson five. Um, I spoke about the investment secret uh, in my last um, episode, um, and uh, I'm, I'm not sure how uh, clear that was. But you know, please do uh, send me any questions or comments, and if you want further clarification on the risk-adjusted return. Um, and there's different metrics, but the whole objective is um, you know being able to get a good return for the risks that you're going to take because each and every investment has a risk, right? And if you are investing in, let's say, uh, you have your money in the bank account up to a certain amount here in the UK, I believe it's seventy-five thousand pounds. It's guaranteed by the government. So if you have seventy-five thousand pounds sitting in your bank account, uh, and that bank goes bankrupt because that can happen banks do go bankrupt ali did you know that no see so ali didn't know that if uh, you know banks could actually go bankrupt and we'll talk about that how that happens in, in a later lesson uh, but let's say if you have a uh, hundred and fifty thousand pounds in your bank and the bank goes bankrupt ali mm. you with me if the government is only guaranteeing seventy five thousand and you have a hundred fifty thousand how much money could you lose? Good question, eh? Oh my God, come on, dude. All right, no. Um, come on, well, I'll, I'll make it easier. 25. No, dude. Okay, see, this is the, the problem we have in our schools. They're, they're not teaching our, our children um, how to do practical uh, sums, but um, you would lose 75,000 pounds. Because you have 150,000, only 75,000 is guaranteed. So it's 150 minus 75, which leaves you with a 75,000 loss. And you don't get paid any money uh, by holding it, uh, not at these inter low interest rates right now. Right? So now, um, and that's why a lot of people, a lot of rich people will put money into property or even art or classic cars um, because they are a store of value. And they're at, at least, you know, these, um, you know, assets can't go bankrupt in a sense, you know, they can appreciate or depreciate, which is lose money, you know, a car uh, can lose money, art can go down, real estate can go down, shares can go down, um, but there are a different asset class. And so yes, uh, yesterday I spoke about real estate and shares comparing, right Ali, comparing the um, shares to real estate. But do you really understand what shares are? No, 100%. Okay, so, so what do we mean by shares? Shares, uh, which is kind of a North American term, I think more often used in North America. Um, shares and stocks are the same. Or sorry, stocks are used more often in North America. Share, uh, the term shares is used uh, more so in the UK and in Europe. So what happens is, Shares or stocks, so stocks you can think of, you know, uh, is generally publicly traded, okay? So a share gives you ownership into a company. So you have a company here, right? So that's your whole pie. Ali, are you paying attention? Can you please uh, look and, and make sure that you understand this because I wanna, I'm gonna question you on this, all right? So in shares, you have 
this pot. Okay, so the founders, the people that start the company will usually own 100% of the shares, but they need money to grow the business. So what they will do is they will sell some shares, let's say 10% of their shares to a group of investors. Okay, and these investors put money into the company, let's say a million dollars for 10% of the company. So now, collectively, these investors, let's say there's uh, three founders, so founder A, founder B, founder C, the entrepreneurs of this business, you know, they own 90%, right? And the other uh, shareholders own 10%. Collectively, they are the shareholders because they all have a share in the business. Now, what do they actually share? They will share in the profit and losses of the business. And they will also share in the assets and liabilities of the business. Okay, and we'll go into this in more detail. But essentially, the shareholders own the business. So any money that the business makes, for as long as the business is uh, operating, they will share in that. So as an example, Ali, in this example, 10% are owned by this group of shareholders. You know, ABC each have 30% each, right? Okay, and then you have 100%, right? 100%, right? So if this business were to make 5 million in profits, after taxes and the business chose to distribute those profits to the shareholders in the form of dividends. So dividends are basically the profits that a business can choose to give to the shareholders. Understand? So 5 million, that means, you know, each of the founding shareholders, you know, will get 1.5 million, 1.5 million, 1.5 million, and these shareholders that own 10% would get 500,000, right? Or whatever allocation of shares there is. So collectively, as a shareholder, you own the business. Now, if it's a private business, you don't have to worry about the stock price going up and down. But if it is a publicly traded company listed on a stock exchange, then it has stocks which go up and down and you have potentially thousands or tens of thousands of shareholders all right and and those are publicly listed companies so i hope that gives you a good overview of what it means to be a shareholder all right so uh, a lot of wealth is created in business the best asset that you can own is ownership in a business right so to build your own business or to invest and have partial ownership in another person's business is the best way to create a lot, a lot of wealth. If you were to go and there's a list called the Forbes Richest, and which lists the, um, I believe it's the uh, the 500 uh, uh, richest or the 100 richest people in the world. And if you look at how they created their wealth, 90% of them, either they or their families created that wealth through ownership of businesses shares in private and publicly traded businesses, and some of them 
uh, create their wealth through real estate, but even the ones that created their wealth through real estate created it using real estate as a business, right? So it was a business of owning, developing, uh, and creating value from real estate. Um, so being a shareholder, being an owner is a lot better than being a loner, right? A loner is somebody that just lends money, doesn't want to take risk, takes a little bit of uh, money, um, doesn't really add value. A shareholder gets all the profits, all the potential profits for the rest of the company's life. All right. And uh, with that, wish you a wonderful day. God bless. And we've only got two more lessons for day number one, and which we'll be wrapping up with some really interesting ones, including something that I've got right here. All right, take care. God bless.